You know you're in love when you can say anything to the person and you know they won't laugh at you. When you can see their face when you close your eyes, when you can feel their arms around you holding you tight long after they're gone, when you can still taste their kiss after you have said goodbye, you can tell you're in love when you miss someone before they're gone, when their voice lingers in your ears, when their presence eases any pain, when their name sends chills down your spine, when they are the only thing you can think about, you know you're in love when you can see all their hopes and dreams and their soul when you look into their eyes. When they call you at four in the morning just to say, I love you and mean it. When your tears stain not only their shirt, but their heart as well. When they are hurt just because of those tears. When even a simple chore done with them can become a lasting memory Ultimately, you know you're in love when you can't imagine living without them, and you can't figure out how you lived before you knew them. When they fulfill every need and without them you are incomplete. The love of someone else completes the heart. Mae West once said, sex with love is the greatest thing in life. But sex without love, it's not so bad either. That's not right. Hold on a second. There we go. That's a little better. Hello there, friends and lovers, and welcome to the Paranatural Love Cast. My name is Ben. And I'm Cupid. <laughs> and tonight we bring you a very special Valentine's episode for those of you to sit and listen whether you be in love or love just by us. Jacob, how you doing tonight, buddy? Oh, I'm, I'm doing lovely. How are you? I'm doing good. I don't know how long I can keep this up. <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel weird. <laughs> how you doing tonight, buddy? I feel gross now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so it's fucking Valentine's Day, bud. It sure is. <laughs> but it kind of sounds sexual, so I'll roll with it, okay? <laughs> you just wait until all these stories. Oh, boy. I can't wait. Oh. Well, all right, buddy. It's a bonus episode. Roll us into it. Okay. So, I want to tell you the what I called this story, but after I uh, tell you the story, because I don't want to give anything away. Okay. Okay. Nancy Hogart told Bigfoot Tracker that she and the infamous Bigfoot have been in a sexual relationship since 2008 and are, quote, trying to start a family. She claims Bigfoot lives in Mason County, Washington, and that she first encountered the beast while tending to her marijuana growth. Bigfoot was standing there eating all the buds off my plants. At first, I wanted to run because he's very scary, but then I thought he might eat all my marijuana plants, and that's how I make a living. 
I pointed my shotgun at him, and he put his hands up, scared. That's when I looked down and noticed he had a huge erection between his legs. <laughs> I hadn't gotten any in a while, and well, from there it kind of turned into an adult movie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he started it or if I did. He did me from behind, which felt great. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> she said the relationship blossomed from sex partners to deep love. He is so sweet and caring. He brings me flowers and mushrooms. He holds me while we stargaze. The only downside is he don't speak English. <laughs> when I read that, I laughed real hard. He don't speak English. He don't speak English. <laughs> no, he goes... <laughs> I have taught him how to say my name, but it is kind of garbled, and he mispronounces it. Nunsi. <laughs> Nancy said they are trying for a baby with no luck thus far, but she is confident it will happen even though she is 52 years old. Oh! Now, since I already passed the part that would ruin, I named this story Bigfoot from behind. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. She said, once I'm pregnant, Bigfoot or John, as I call him, and I are going to settle down and live a quiet and domesticated life in my house. He loves living in the forest, but I'm sick of the long-distance relationship. I have to com commute for three hours to be with my man. It's getting old, and gas is expensive. Nancy also says she is going to legally change her last name to Bigfoot. Nancy Bigfoot. <laughs> The question is, will she reveal Bigfoot to the public? Will the world finally have living proof of this mythological creature? Nancy says, no. Government scientists will just take him and dissect him or turn him into a soldier to fight ISIS or something. <laughs> you know how the government is. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> She did, however, say that she would sell fur and pictures through a website she plans to set up. Now that weed is legal in Washington, I don't have an income, so capitalizing on my boyfriend's fame is how I plan to make money. Gold digger! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well... Alrighty then. What kind of mushrooms is Bigfoot bringing this bitch? The good ones. I guess. Sasquatch. Sasquatch is her daddy. Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. <laughs> now, this story is a roundabout way of love. Um, there's a video, and I'm sure there not is. a video of it happening. <laughs> the guy is just telling a story, and, like, his voice is breaking through the whole thing. He's like, I, I wrote every single word down in the video that he said. 
just because like parting with a single word would be treason. He claims he was raped by a female Sasquatch. Oh no. And it sounds made up, but the torment on this guy's face is all too real. Oh! In the video, he takes the camera back to where it happened, and he tells his story. I'm going to say word for word what he said in this story, because, like I said, it's too good to leave out a word. (laughs) So, he appears to be about, like, 35, 40 years old, and... Sane, down-to-earth, lucid. Okay. This is where it happened. Back here in this dry creek bed. I was out here looking. I thought one of my dogs was back here. And I was like, how did the dog get out of the yard? I saw a bunch of, you know, movement. Then I stood back and thought, well, maybe it's a deer. Then I was worried about my dog because there's a lot of Bigfoot and Sasquatch in this area. I... I didn't have a gun with me, and so I got back here, and that's when I saw the female Sasquatch. She tore out of the bushes and knocked me to the ground, and I thought she was going to kill me, you know? And I was grabbing for a gun, and I realized I didn't bring a gun with me. I didn't have a dog with me. I was out here by myself. I was terrified. I was actually terrified. It was so scary. And I... I wouldn't be back here right now, except I feel I need to get over my fear. And what what happened when I was smacked down on the ground is she starts ripping off my clothes. She did. She pulled off my pants. And I'm like, oh, great. She's going to kill me. She's going to kill me. And they're going to find my naked body here. Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> Futurama, really? <laughs> so proud of you, Ben. <laughs> this is where I wrote Cue the Crying. It's worse. It's so much worse. As soon as she got my pants off, she started like jerking the ween. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Please don't crack up. Otherwise, I'm going to. I can't. You <laughs> Well, mute yourself so I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) Word for word, okay? She starts, like, jerking the ween, and I'm like, whoa, you know, that's not going to work, you know? What are you doing? And the next thing I know, keep in mind, this is a big Sasquatch, comparable to, like, a a big, hairy Russian woman. I mean, she was big. She was around seven and a half, eight feet tall and hairy. Goddamn shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm down there on the ground and I'm completely naked. My clothes are ripped off me and she starts giving me a knobber. (laughs) It was all all just biological. I didn't have any choice. And the next thing you know, I blew my load. I blow my load in the Sasquatch. Bustin' makes me feel good. As soon as I did, she got up and she ripped down. Well, she let out this howl and ripped down this tree. I'm like, my God, she's she's gonna she's gonna take this tree, take it and smash me, right? No, it didn't end. It didn't end. She starts blowing me again. So she starts blowing me again, 
And I'm like, you know, you could give me five minutes. She didn't even give me five minutes. She started blowing me again. The next thing you know, I bust a nut again. <laughs> and she stands up and she does one of these, mmm, like, mmm, isn't that good? I swear to God. <laughs> then she hightails it into the woods this way, points away from where the camera's pointing. Now, I didn't know what to do at this point. I'm like, I've been raped by a Bigfoot. Do I call the police? What do I do? I still don't know what to do. I mean, she could be pregnant with my child. I'll tell you one thing. I don't go in the woods anymore unless I have a weapon with me. I think I'll get over this. Maybe I should talk to someone, a counselor or something. I've never been raped before this. Listen, if it was a human, fe a female human, yeah, let's do it. But this was a creature. It was a monster. It was a fucking monster. I was raped on a dry creek bed. There's poison ivy all over here. <laughs> I'm gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna have poison ivy probably on my ween. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks, man. <laughs> Cue the crying and the voice breaking. <sighs> I felt like I couldn't get clean. I got home and I started taking a bath and I just fucking feel like I can't get fucking clean. It's been a horrible experience, and nobody will believe me. If I call the police, they're going to tell me I'm fucking making it up. Fucking horrible. Now, camera goes to the fallen tree. That's the tree she knocked down after the first time, after I busted my load into her. She probably is fucking pregnant with my hybrid baby. That's, that's my guess. Then the camera pans down to the plants. See, that's poison sumac, and this is all in the dried, dried up creek bed. It's everywhere. I'm sure I'm going to have poison sumac on my scrote, on the <laughs> shaft. She was eating poison sumac before she gave me the knobber. She had that shit on her lips and shit. My ween's going to be breaking out and ain't going to be breaking out with the herb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this shit sucks. I don't know what to do. I'll never go back down there alone without a dog or a gun. I don't like getting treated like a piece of meat like that. Man handled by some big fucking hairy female. That was one of the worst. That was the worst. Seriously, that was the worst. I, I can't believe I blew my load. It was difficult, but I figured she was making an effort. So at some point I should try too. <laughs> guy's a hero <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> what'd you think of that one Ben? i really hope that story is not true because if it is i feel real bad for laughing but god damn it when he says jerk in the weed i the lost ween. my shit i couldn't help it oh man <laughs> Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, got anything to say about that one? Oh, uh, uh, just I hope that story is fucking that is just trolling because, oh my God, I'd feel really bad for laughing at him because if that's true, that's traumatic as fuck. But holy shit. 
You can't say jerk in the ween if you're <laughs> traumatized, okay? Or Otherwise, people are going to laugh. Yeah, giving me a dobber. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. I watched the video, and this guy's, like, breaking down and crying. His voice is breaking and all that stuff. And I'm, like, I'm laughing to the point where I'm crying, too, you know? Well, I, I, just, I really hope he was just a real good actor. Oh, it was, uh, it was probably one of the greatest things I've ever found on the internet. Oh, my God. That's, whew. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. hope it's just a troll. <laughs> yeah, I found the caption. It said, man claims to be raped by female Sasquatch. So I named that story Rape Squatch. <laughs> um so the third and final story i came across this one and it was too good mm -hmm. to not put in there and it is i was the bigfoot's love slave <laughs> okay. and this is a six foot tall lumberjack telling this story oh <laughs> well yeah and it was in world or Weekly World News. Oh, that is a trusted source right there. <laughs> October 30th, 2001. Oh boy, here we go. And this is the newspaper article. It says, Tacoma, Washington. Burley lumberjack Leon Verdell says he was kidnapped in the woods by a Bigfoot who kept him as his love slave for three long months. It's going to be a good story, right? Sounds kind of familiar. It does, but... <laughs> All right. But far from being traumatized by this hairy experience, Verdell says he's gotten accustomed to life with the towering fur-covered companion he's come to call Wookums. <laughs> <laughs> and he never wants to go home. So the funny... The funny uh, title that I made for this one is Wookums' Love Slave. <laughs> <laughs> Wookums doesn't look like anything I've seen, but I've learned to look beyond physical appearance, says the 38-year-old woodsman. Inside Wookums is a kind, sensitive, and nurturing soul and accepts me for who I am. The bizarre development has enraged his wife of 10 years, Denise Verdell, who spent three months desperately combing the forest for her hubby after he vanished without a trace June 15th. I searched every inch of those woods. I even hired professional outdoorsmen to help me find Leon. I was worried sick, thinking he was stranded somewhere or pinned under a fallen tree or caught in an old bear trap suffering, says Denise. But when I finally tracked him down, he was living with that horrible beast. He's no longer the man I married. He's a changed man. He told me he doesn't want to come home, and that's fine by me. I've filed for divorce. Leon says his strange odyssey began when he was working with a 15-man crew in the foothills of Mount Rainier. 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 <clears throat> As the robust lumberjack being six foot two, took a break to answer nature's call in the bushes. He had the eerie feeling he was being watched. I figured I must be imagining things, he recalls. 
Then, just when I zipped up my fly, I saw this huge creature come barreling out of the woods. It was eight feet tall and covered head to toe with fur like an ape. I turned and tried to run, but the Bigfoot grabbed me by the collar. Next thing I knew, it scooped me up, tossed me over its shoulder, and carted me off. Leon says the Bigfoot carried him for many miles before arriving at its cave. I was scared stiff because I thought it was going to eat me. What? Scared was it stiff? Stiff. Yeah. <laughs> scared stiff. <laughs> yeah. Then it got this funny look in its eyes and started stroking my cheeks tenderly. It stood there in the cave, batting its long, thick eyelashes with this huge grin on its face. Then it pounced on me, ripped off all my clothes, and had its way with me. <laughs> Was it stroking his ween? <laughs> no, stroking his cheeks. Oh, right, right. Just right. not the face cheeks. Well, I mean, everybody's got their thing, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, stroking butt cheeks is a thing. Over the succeeding months, the lumberjack claims the Bigfoot became more gentle with its intentions, and the odd couple gradually established a domestic routine. Wookums would go out and forage for fruits, nuts, berries, and small animals, and I would prepare them, Leon said. I also tried to keep the cave clean and decorated it with rocks and twigs I found. Wookums seemed to appreciate my labors Unlike my own human wife. <laughs> For the first time in my life, I felt truly loved and needed. When frantic wife Denise, accompanied by a professional tracker and his bloodhounds, finally found Leon on September 18th, he was in no need of rescue. The two of them were there snuggling in the cave like a pair of teenagers denise recalls disgusted when i asked leon what was going on he shouted go away we don't need you denise dragged her husband back to tacoma just long enough to sign divorce papers and says she doesn't care what he does as long as he sends my alimony checks <laughs> <laughs> Leon now says he wants to return to the woods and spend the rest of his life with Bigfoot in the remote lair, the location of which he refuses to divulge. I've never been happier, he insists. I am staying with Wookums forever. <laughs> well, fuck. Sounds like a lumberjack likes it in the tuchus. Uh, isn't Wookums a girl? Mm -mm. Oh, nope. No, because I found this on a page claiming that Bigfoot was gay. <laughs> you didn't make that clear. <laughs> My apologies. Bigfoot had a schwanz that he was sticking in the lumberjack's hiney. Holy shit! Hey! <laughs> well, fuck. All righty then. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was taking it up the poop chute. Well, right the chocolate starfish. I mean, hey, whatever. We don't judge here. <laughs> you know, if your wife don't appreciate you, welcomes well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty clear when uh, I'm not gonna say bitch, but made him the house bitch, the cave bitch, if you may, or if I may. 
I mean, look, bro, if it's a Bigfoot chick, she can make you whatever bitch she wants. They're fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As, as we found out when she started stroking the stroking weed. Stroking the weed. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. All righty then. It's a lovely Valentine's Day. <laughs> it certainly was. But the good news is he was gone three months, right? Mm-hmm. He was found September, late September. I can't, it's very small writing, but, oh, September 18th. So he missed 9-11. <laughs> well, fuck. Sounds like just a happy ending all around, especially for Wookums. <laughs> <laughs> and for the dude who was telling the last story. In fact, for all three of them. Yeah, all right. Yeah, because first one got taken from behind, and it felt great. Well, apparently so the last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one thing I wanted to point out in, uh, in the second story, no, the first story, my bad, with, uh, with Nancy. Nancy. She said a huge erection. That's not what I've heard. I mean, Albert Osman's one might just have been, you know, a little less not well endowed. Yeah, a little, little less, less uh, endowed than an, another one. Or maybe yeah. Nancy just hadn't seen one in so long. Anyone would look huge. She hasn't gotten any in a while. So I guess whatever. <laughs> Tell you what, she really wants to make money making OnlyFans with that. You know, I really wish you were wrong about that, but I can't argue. It would make a <laughs> shit ton of money. So, I've got a question. Mm -hmm. They never specify, like, we have male and female as humans. Mm -hmm. Do Sasquatches have Sasquatch and Snatch Squatch? Yes. Okay. Uh, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> The one in the Patterson-Gimlin film had tits. Boobies. Yeah, yeah, I kind of wish there was more detail in the second story of what, what uh, the rapey Bigfoot looked like. Well, that's just because you're a pervert. <laughs> so... <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us on this very special Valentine's Day bonus. We hope you enjoy the show. If you do, share it with a friend. Spread the love. Until next time, good night. I love you all, especially much tonight. <laughs> I love you so much, and I wish you a great night. Sweet dreams of these stories. Oh, while well, you're captivated by Ben and I's voice, this is good night. <laughs>